Ah, oh, I love this topic. My thoughts on contingency agreements. Well, and, I, and I say that because some contracts I've seen, obviously if they're door knocking and the insurance is approved, if it doesn't get approved, yeah, it's kind of like you're out of that contingency, but if it does get approved and you still want the customer still wants to back out, it's like, well, you have to pay $1,000 or whatever. Yeah. And so personally, I kind of see the genius in it, but I also see the wrong in it as well. So what are your thoughts on contingencies and that sort of What are your thoughts on contingencies? Yeah, I mean, I don't... I feel like for me as a salesman, I don't want to force anybody to sign something like that. You can't, by the way, so don't worry. Well, yeah, if it was my mom, I would say don't sign it because that's a salesman. Yeah. Like if someone just came to me and like, you know, it was more of a trust and trust basis, I would feel more comfortable with that. And then like when they actually sign that contract, that would be my agreement. Yeah. Who knows my position on this? Contingency. Contingency all the time. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you a story. I tried this because a lot of salespeople say this. In fact, we'll get to this today because this is going to come up in a little bit. Um, I had a salesman in Dallas, Texas tell me the same thing. I don't do contingencies. It's how I differentiate myself. I do handshake deals. It works so well. How many deals have you lost? Only a few. Think back harder. Yeah, yeah I lose them, but like, then I just move on. Great. You can do a contingency agreement too. So I had one customer of mine that refused to sign a contingency and he's like, I'll give you a handshake, we'll do business. If you get my roof approved, I'll, I'll use you. And I learned this from another gentleman of mine. I don't know, I'm not a Boy Scout, but he's like, do the Scout's Honor thing. He's like, Scout's Honor? Apparently if you say Scout's Honor, it seals it in blood, right? So I was like, Scout's Honor? He's like, yeah. So then we shook hands, looked each other in the eye like men, and we had a deal. And uh, I sat in his driveway for two hours in the sweltering hot heat, waiting for his uh, adjuster to show up on his you know, free time. Uh, two hours late. And the gentleman was so large he couldn't get on a ladder. So thankfully he handed me the chalk and a camera and said, go chalk it up. So I hop up on the roof, chalked it all up. I come down, he's like, great, I'll approve it. Let me write it up. So I walk and knock on that customer's door. I'm all excited. I waited two hours sweating my butt off. And he says, great, now give me your estimate. And he slammed the door in my face. It was the last time I worked for free. Yeah, and I scouts honored him too. He wasn't a Boy Scout apparently. So here's the deal. Are contingencies enforceable? No. But the deal is that we provide, do we provide a valuable service to homeowners? Yes or no? Yes. yes. If we sell a retail deal, we show up, we say, this is what it costs, pay me a deposit, pay me when I'm done. That's it. When we deal with insurance deals, the process of customer service gets expanded 10 times. You show up, you do your inspection, you prep your file, you take your photos, you meet with the adjuster. They write their scopes accurately 100% of the time, right? Oh yeah, so there's that part. So then we gotta go through all of that with, with them. That, if you were to bill, your, bill for your time, energy, and expertise, the roof would cost a lot more. Homeowners that are going through the insurance process are getting a screaming bargain. And the reason we do that is to provide more value. I don't work for free. When I'm gonna work with a customer on the contingency, we're on the same page of how this is gonna work. I am willing to do all of this to put in my time, energy, and expertise that we do not bill you for in order to support you through this process. I will do that if you're willing to work with me, if I become the contractor of choice. If not, no big deal, but I'm just not willing to do this work because it does cost us time, money, and energy. So if you guys are willing to work together, let's rock and roll, kick butt for you. If not, that's no big, no big deal. I'm sure someone else will. Have you ever had any like, uh, like I guess depending on the neighborhood or whatnot, have you had any pushback on that? Like, when you present the contingency wrong, there's a lot of pushback. How do you present that? We'll talk about that okay. shortly. 
You know what, I'll give you that right now. I use framing because what most people do is present the contingency agreement wrong. Great, in order for it to work together, I need you to sign this, it's contingency, it states if we do this, it's all me focused. And I, newsflash, my friends. The number one rule in marketing, no one gives a about you, okay? Write that down. No one gives a about you. So when you show a contingency and you say, me, 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 I, you need to protect me, I, I'm gonna be the contractor to do your work, the homeowner's gonna think that you're selling them. I flip that entire script on its head. Mr. Homeowner, before I share how I can help, I wanna explain three things. See, I use threes quite a bit. Number one, this agreement here is 100% contingent upon the insurance company approval. What that means, what I'm speaking to is alleviating their fear of being locked in, which is the number one resistant to signing an agreement. Mr. Homeowner, I know many homeowners are afraid and they use the same language of being locked in. You're not, okay? If the insurance company does not approve this damage and we don't end up with a roof replacement, you are not required to purchase a roof from us or owe me even a penny. We rip this up, it's dust and a win. Number two, Mr. Homeowner, this is what I call my price lock guarantee. What this states is that your contribution will be your deductible, no more, no less. Now, what this protects you from, Mr. Homeowner, is the number two complaints in contracting in general is it took too long, cost twice as much. It's a common technique used by roofers to show up, say I can do it for cheaper, and then they end up having surprise bills later to make up for trying to win your business on the front end. So your deductible is X amount, that's your contribution, no more, no less. That means I can't come back to you if they say it's 20 and say it's 25. There will be supplements, which I'll explain in a little bit, but that doesn't come out of your pocket, that's through the scope of loss. Bullet point number three, Mr. Homeowner, us being here, meeting with the adjuster and documenting everything to the, homeowner, to the insurance company, requires a tremendous amount of time, energy, and expertise, and we have back office staff to support us. We do not bill you for that time. Now that changes the value conversation that there is time, energy, and expertise involved. We do not bill you for that time. The only way we get compensated is by becoming the roofer of choice to do the work. In other words, Mr. Homeowner, we go through this process for you. We don't bill you a thing. You're not locked in. If we do get this roof approved, we become the roofer to actually do the installation. Is that fair? Yes. Excellent. So here's the agreement, and I never show it to them until I say that, because if I show it to them first, they start reading it and they get into panic mode. But when I give them the three bullet points, so you can read it if you want. Most people don't, because I gave them the summary. It's the same thing for anyone that's bought a house. Anyone ever read the paperwork at closing? I don't think I read one line. Sign, 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 sign. Anyone read the paperwork on your cell phone contract? Hell no. You ever read the paperwork when you buy a car? No. You ever buy a paper, read the paperwork when you go get a surgery? No. This states you can't sue us if we lose your leg. Okay. <laughs> so when you use framing and describe it and position the value, now it's, I'm not locked in. I've, it's, called, it's all risk reversal techniques. I'm not locked in anymore. Number two, I flip the contingency agreement on its head. Not I have to pay my deductible, but oh, thank God, that's all I have to pay is my deductible. And now I've spent it on consumer protection. Okay. And then number three, it sets the stage that what I'm doing for you is actually valuable and there's time, money, and energy going in and we have a, we have a, we have a deal that I'm gonna be the one that actually does the work. And if they have questions, I field it. If not, I'll slide it over and let them go through it. Very few people will read it. Of course, you will have those folks that do and then I get the autograph and the date. So that's how I do the contingency. As we come to a close, I just wanted to wrap up with a personal message. 
a quick ask and an invitation. First, I just want to say thank you so much for spending your very valuable time with me today, whether you were driving between appointments, working out, or doing some chores like the dishes in the house. And if you've found any value in this episode or any others, if you've experienced personal sales breakthroughs or been able to give customers an even better experience on your journey to smashing your income goal, then I ask, would you please write me a review on the podcast platform that you're listening to right now? It'd mean the world to me. And thank you so much. Now for the invitation. If you're an owner or a manager or a sales rep who's currently not satisfied with the sales training platform that you're using, maybe you don't really have a formal training for yourself or for your team and you're looking for that place to turn that might align with the values and have the team already bought in, then I'd love to invite you to learn more about how I might be able to help. Just the same way I've helped many, many thousands of folks just like you solve the very same sales problems that you're likely facing right now. And this platform is currently being used in every single state in the U.S. by many, 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 many thousands from tiny companies that are just getting started to quite a few of the largest roofing companies in America. And it's one of the reasons that I've been selected as Owens Corning's official sales training partner. Now, inside this program, you're going to learn how to self-generate more leads without having to spend more money on marketing or rely on your company if you're a sales rep and learn how to overcome objections right there on the spot like that without the cat getting your tongue or getting caught on your heels. And you'll be using a system to be closing sales in the house confidently without coming across as salesy and without winging it in the house. And the system is lightning fast and I put my money where my mouth is and I back it up with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not satisfied, I'll buy it back from you. And It is a one-time only investment. We don't rope you into monthly fees or annual fees buying the same stuff over and over again. Now, if any of that interests you, the best next step would be to get a demo. And that way you can see and decide for yourself if it's even worth it. And to do that is super easy. You can just text the word demo, D-E-M-O, to 303-222-7133. That's demo to 303-222-7133. Can't wait to tour you around, and thank you again for joining me on this episode, and I can't wait to tune in with you on the next one.